watching the clock there almost up it's got to stop trade him dj more he practices his speech as he picks up the phone panthers roll over first rounder in 2024 he lies and says he's in love with him draft him a lineman Draft his book ends. Can't find a light man. 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 Will this be the week? Brian Poles finds Justin Fields his left tackle or right tackle of the future. We'll find out. Linemen are needed everywhere. It's draft week. This is Zero Doinks, the world's weirdest Chicago Bears podcast. Oh my God, we have so much to get into. We hate mock drafts, but we're going to do a Bears mock actually to kick this show off. It's going to be hot. Plus, Aaron Rodgers is dead, basically. Get out of here go to new york get out of our lives plus much much more zendogs we love you whispering words of nonsense and it's free boing 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 zero doinks zero doinks zero doinks zero doinks Oh my god, it has been way too long, Dan, since these eyes have seen the beautiful face I see on my screen right now. You're Dan Doinks. You are very, very attractive. You're more attractive during draft week, I think. So welcome aboard, buddy. Thanks, buddy. I have a draft day glow to me. I think Mm -hmm. it's We've established this. I have multiple layers of skin. I don't remember when I shed them, uh, what I said last time, but I feel great. I smell great. Uh, mm-hmm. You look great. Are you, Thanks. do you have a new like nighttime? Are you a lotion guy at night? Are you a lotion guy at all? Only on my elbows because wow, <laughs> did those get dry. <laughs> Um, is that why you're no. always wearing elbow pads like just out in public you know, like yes. with t-shirts for the record not like mm-hmm. cool sport coats that got like the, the cool little patches on the elbows like oh look at me this is corduroy I got this at Brooks Brothers Brooks Brothers come on down to Brooks Brothers get yourself a, a nice suit with some elbow pads at Brooks Brothers <laughs> no I uh, I I um I don't have a response. <laughs> I, I, just, I just love it. I don't know what happened to me. It's who are those guys? Yeah. Who are the Brooks brothers? I I don't know. And I, Dylan could be one of them. Might be Dylan. I think so. I think that's right. I think that's right. Kick me in the junk, Dylan. <laughs> He sucks, doesn't he? He's an yeah. asshole. 
He is. He is an asshole. He really is. Um, difficult <laughs> on the eyes, too. He yeah. seems weathered. Let's talk. We, maybe we'll talk NBA at the end. Well, let's. let's okay. Yeah. We should talk Bears. How about that? Yeah, it's a Bears It's podcast. a big week. It is a huge week. Let's get into it, baby. We got pre-draft talk, and then we got a lot of other things that just happened today. Aaron Rodgers, fuck you! Let's get into it. Zadags, welcome back, Dan. Thanks for having me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Dan, this is Jacob Infante from Windy City Gridiron. Uh, I've been told by your Zero Doinks co-host, Bill, that don't trust my sources. And you, sir, are dead wrong. So I'm going to tell you right now, step up or shut up. I will give you these hands, and that is not a threat. That is a promise. Enjoy this little message. Uh, and if you don't, I'll kill you. Randy, hot. How are we feeling, Bill? Saucy, spicy, mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. tingly, uh, yeah. a little sweaty. Um, <laughs> sponsored by Brooks Brothers. This segment is sponsored by Brooks Brothers. Put in the promo code Elbow Pads. Saved my <laughs> life. Brooks Brothers for 20% off. Thank you for sponsoring Zero Doinks in this segment, Bill. It's draft week. Yes. How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many mock drafts have you done? Would yes. you like to do some before then? Will you do any? What What's the general vibe? Oh, what a great segue, Dan. We have established on this show that we hate, hate mock drafts. I have I yell at people on Twitter about it. Um, you just yell at people on the show about it. Yeah. But I think you had a brilliant idea last week. We need to do a Bears mock. We do. We need to do it. We got to do it. And fortunately, both of us own phones, so we can make this happen on the show live. Um, PFF no longer does a great um, mock simulator for free. So fuck you, PFF. Let's take this special time to just tell them to go. <sighs> Sorry. Yes. No, perfect. Absolutely perfect. So we're going to do... Uh, ESPN NFL Draft Simulator, sponsored by ESPN Analytics. I mean, who's working in that department? They just—I don't—I don't know if anybody works for ESPN besides Scott Van Pelt anymore. Tucker Carlson. Oh, rest in peace, motherfucker! <laughs> white supremacy. I, I need—I need a new place for my white supremacy show. Won't be you here, see Tucker. What Light's doing? How dare you, Bud Light? Don't do that to my kids. I'm fucking Carlson. 
It was stolen from Donald Dump Trump. Don't touch my white cans. <laughs> so what Dan and I are gonna do is we're we're not gonna go through the entire draft of every team. Thank God. Although I guess we could select all teams. Let's not do that. Let's, what if we did? What if we had a six-hour show where we picked every player in the draft just to say fuck you to all the box draft people out there? Um, no, great. but we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. Uh, we encourage you to play along, Zero Dykes listener, except if you're on your phone because you need that to continue. No, you can do multiple <laughs> things at once. I'm an idiot. I don't have a flip phone. Um, anyway, go to ESPNSportsAnalytics.com right now. Select the Bears and play along. All right, we'll see how this works. Dan's going to – we're both going to pick everybody <laughs> – from everybody that the Bears are going to pick. We're not going to trade down. No trades. No. Um, we get 10 picks, right? Bears have 10 yeah. picks as it currently Bears sits. Mm -hmm. You're just going to assume that there's no moves that happen. I guess mm -hmm. we could talk a little bit here or there about if the Bears will. will well, maybe that's a good place to start before we kick this off. Chase? A lot of speculation the Bears are going to trade down. I think like... <laughs> Just trade down wait trade trade down. <laughs> who'd have thunk it tucker carlson would have made it five minutes into the show yes. um a bears podcast the bears trade back i guess is the best way to put it there was a lot of talk last week of pittsburgh trading up and mm -hmm. you want jalen carter like first of all will jalen carter be there at nine maybe that's a good place to start i doubt it highly doubt it uh, I'd like it, spoiler alert, but I just, I don't see it falling that way. No way. Somebody, somebody fell in love higher than nine, I bet, for Jalen Carter. How about you? What do you think? Yeah, I think the same. I don't, and I don't know why Pittsburgh would trade up that far. I mean, the, the, the idea is they'd give us back the pick that we gave to them for Claypool, right? That was the speculation mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I, it just sounds absolutely made up. I don't know why Pittsburgh would be in a place to just be given away good draft picks themselves so yeah i didn't understand that i there were i don't know if this was real talk i heard people say it, it just a little chitter chat around me that the eagles would maybe move up one spot to draft the running back that Bijan robinson like why wouldn't they just wait like is like yeah. dallas just might wait. jump ahead of just wait just wait so just, i don't just wait I don't really see a scenario unless one of these quarterbacks uh, falls for some reason, like like a Will Levis, maybe. Um, or maybe C. J. teams Stroud. will trade. That's the rumor, C. right? That he's falling. C.J. Stroud. That, bad, that's bad all smoke, scores? right? Yeah. Smoke. That's all that. smoke, I think, for <laughs> to test the waters, I guess, to see if there's interest there. I don't know. But Houston, is Houston really not going to draft a quarterback? Why, why would they? Why would they do that? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's Will Lovis. That's that was some of the rumors yesterday. There's so many rumors. I can't keep them straight, Dan. I am so confused. I just want you to keep your pronouns off my Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Um, I know. It's just it's wild. It is a wild. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. And I'm so glad it's here for real. Thank God. Yeah. And I think we're the authorities to do the ultimate mock draft. That's that's Let's all I know. Yeah, that's all I know. Um, okay, why don't we both select the Bears? 
here okay, on, done. On, yep. on the website. Speed, what are we doing speed-wise? Fast or light, turbo or light speed? <laughs> let's let's go turbo. That sounds turbo. hot. Turbo. turbo time. I love it. All seven rounds, obviously. Yep. Selecting I'd the Bears. I'd do 12 if I could. Oh, my God. I wish. Mike Golick drafted in round 11, I think. Fat, fat. <laughs> Uh, and then we're loading the draft, I believe, right? Do I All understand right, this do correctly? It. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Uh, we're going to start that draft. That's what I just did. Oh, my God. Things are so hot already. Oh, my God. Right. Um, I'm nervous because I'm on the clock, and I'm sure you're on the clock, too. Uh, yes. Do you see? Do you have the same results? I, I wonder so far. Uh, Bryce Young won. CJ Stroud whoa, two. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on. I have Stroud one. Oh, Bryce Young two. Okay. Little ESPN, a little trickery. Yeah. How about that? Will Anderson three. I've Jalen Carter. Oh boy. Will Levis four. I have. Yep. Same. Jalen Carter five. Anthony Richardson. Oh shit! So Will Anderson's falling in years. I have I have Richardson at six. Who do you have at six? So it, it go, Lions picking up Richardson would be interesting. That means they're – did they pay Goff? Mm, or is he still on his original deal? Years, okay, maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Anderson going to the Lions on mine, which would be an okay. absolute uh, disaster in my mind for the Bears no. if let's, they just let's load that, that defense even more. No, he's not falling mm-hmm. that far. No. Cardinals, no. Right. Cardinals are taking Will Anderson, correct? I yeah, I would think so. I or they're trading so. out of that. Bingo, bingo. All, All right, right. So, we have the, right, so we have the same top six just scattered. What about seven? Who who's seven in your draft? Tyree Wilson. Okay, same, same. How about eight? And Jackson Smith in Jigba. Oh, they uh, the Falcons get Christian Gonzalez in mind. Okay, oh, so okay. so Smith and Jigba is gone for you. Why don't you why don't you pick number nine for the Bears here, buddy? Yeah, so I think is ESPN's just ranking. Okay, they're ranking the players, and the rankings are interesting. They have Bijan Robinson number two overall on mm-hmm. the board, which mm-hmm. no, nah, I don't think anybody should be taking a running back at in the ninth spot, right? Definitely not the Bears. I would say the Eagles at ten makes sense because they're pretty much stacked anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that I'm kind of. Uh, I mean, I, your your boy Devin Witherspoon is currently the second highest on the board right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go the easy route and just take Skaronski. I'm okay. kind of torn between Paris Johnson. I feel like we do need offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, please do not talk me onto Lucas Van Ness, the guy who couldn't start at Iowa, is now all mm-hmm. of a sudden gonna be a top ten pick. You're not talking me into it. You are not, and I'm gonna I'm be honest. To. It's because because he's a Hawkeye. It's because he's a Hawkeye. Oh, boy. If he went anywhere else except Wisconsin, I would maybe you could talk me into it, but I won't. I'm going to take Peter Skaronsky. Let's just do okay. it. The hometown kid. Packer fan, though, that's a little that's a red flag. I believe he grew up a Packer fan. His uncle played for him or something. Let's just make the pick and shut the fuck up. Okay. Who do you like, Bill? Interesting. Oh, interesting. Okay. And you're not, before we get to me, you're not afraid of his tiny T-Rex arms. That that's not I think a, that's, that's not a fear. Blown. Mm-hmm. The only I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not um upset about that. I think I can't make I, I, should I be concerned that they say he he can play any position? It's like the idea like oh he is he not a tackle, but he's going to be he could be a Hall of Famer anywhere else. It's like, well, 
I feel it's like you just take him and play him at tackle. Just do yeah. it. Yeah. See what happens. And then if he sucks, yeah. play him a guard. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's fair. Yeah. That's uh Grease Tank Frank is creaming his underpants with your pick right now. That's that's for sure. That's the only thing I know for certain. So congratulations. That's a great pick. Uh, I'm looking. I see the same. I see Bajan Robinson available number two, ranked number two. Uh, Devin Witherspoon, nine. Skaronski still on the board for me as well as are a bunch of other tackles. Dan, I am going to go with a position of absolute. We're desperate for this position. Cornerback Devin Witherspoon. <laughs> I knew him. it. <laughs> he has been drafted. Uh, in all seriousness, if that happened, it's not a terrible pick. So I just want to warn the Bears fans that are hung up, as I am on some level too, of you know bookend tackle or defensive line edge, whatever. Uh, yes, of course, those are needs. No shit. However, if we don't get another cornerback somewhere in this draft or somebody gets cut, it's a lot of Vildor again this year. So we kind of do need... We do need another guy. It's a bit of a luxury at nine. <laughs> it's true. And if he didn't have Illinois next to his name, would I be selling him as hard? No. No chance. No chance. Uh, but he is an unbelievable player. So I'm all about getting an unbelievable player. Devin Witherspoon, come to town, baby. I just bought your jersey on DHgate. <laughs> is that for real? I don't know if that's for real or no. not. I feel like you might have if, he, if he's a bear, I absolutely will, though. Yes. Uh, speaking of DHgate, not to get sideways here, I ordered some shoes from DHgate that just arrived today. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely two sizes uh, too small. Don't really know how European sizes work. Is it mm-hmm. uh, translate to U.S.? Like, why can't we just all be the same? But yeah. they did screw up. But I just it was also kind of my fault. So they would have been small anyway, based off what I ordered. So DHgate, uh, thanks for not sponsoring. We're sponsored by Brooks Brothers. Feel free to send me shoes. Remember to put in the promo code. Uh, fuck you, DHgate. Buy the real thing from Brooks Brothers. Get thirty five percent off uh, any Zero Doinks merchandise at Brooks Brothers. Um, Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what would you do if if great if that happened? great? I'm I'm gonna be upset. I'll just be honest. Then it's not, and he, he's, he's awesome. He's super fun to watch. He's one of those guys who, he's like a ball hawk, and he lo- he loves to hit people, right? Like he's very physical. Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't go first two picks last year in the second round of defensive backs, and then just go top ten pick another defensive back. I'm sorry, you just can't do it. You can't do you it. Can, so you can't. You can if you, Dev, Devin Witherspoons don't grow on trees, Dan. They don't. They don't. Mm-mm. So you got to pick the, that. Pick that. Fruit. Hold on. So you're mm-hmm. talking about more Vildor, like. Okay. I don't I mean, want it. Yeah. I don't I, want it. I don't. Look, I get you love the Illini. <laughs> I'm going to be upset if that happens, and I will talk myself. I, I won't root against him, but yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to be happy. So okay, um, well maybe it depends on how the rest of the the draft simulator has gone though, Dan. You may be upset, you know, going to bed on Thursday night thinking, Jesus Christ, we still got holes everywhere on both lines. Oh, give me all the holes, poke, poke. <laughs> oh God, they're all the same when the lights are out. But Dan, who is available for you in this mock draft pick fifty three second round for the Bears? 
which way you go on after going Skaronski and his. I don't think he has any arms, actually. I think he's armless. I don't. I don't think so either. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is a good. This is a good kind of uh, segue from what you just did to what I'm about to do. But let me just go through oh, a few guys that are on the board right now. There's a guy named Steve Avila, Avila, who's a center guard position, ranked 31st on the board here. Luke Musgrave, tight end. Uh, where's he from? I should know this. Uh, um, is Oregon State? Does that sound right? Okay, yeah. Uh, might be Maybe. Washington's. Yeah, one of those. One of those okay. up northwest, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm always a sucker for tight ends. You could have... T- I almost convinced myself to take a tight end at nine the kid from notre dame or the who's the other big guy georgia no one maybe the, yeah, the dude well, is gonna the, be awesome the literal yeah. big guy is georgia and the, the, i think the second ranked guy apparently is utah utah but I don't know okay him. um so what we're gonna do bill is we're we're gonna stay on the offensive line and we're gonna take john michael schmitz center guard uh, we're just going to shore up that offensive line. He's going to just hold that center position, probably be a Hall of Famer for years to come. John Michael yeah. Schmitz is my pick at 53. Any thoughts on that? Okay. Um, he's a Sox fan, so he has bad judgment already, which I okay. respect. You said it, not me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is is Joe Tipman, was he available for you, the gopher? <laughs> or not the gopher, the badger? Do you remember? I don't. I don't. Okay. Tipman? Okay. Uh, I wish. Tip man. Two P's. <laughs> Not Fieldsman, but Tip man. Was he available? Because my no, I don't reason I my... say it is okay. All right. Because that would have been Let a biased see. pick potentially. And, and, yeah. Although he, you did in my. <laughs> he, we went yeah. forty six in my mock to the uh, okay. to the Patriots. So. And Steve, but Steve Avila was there, the thirty first yeah, ranked person. That's right. That, might play the same position. I don't know where Steve Avila go went to school. I have no I don't know nothing about uh, it. Let me let me just let me just throw this out there, Bill. I'm looking at mm-hmm. the uh strength and weaknesses of my boy John Michael Schmitz here. Okay. Um we're probably gonna have to get rid of the Michael just for the record. He's just gonna have to be yeah. John Schmitz. I don't very I don't pompous. like that. I say that's yeah. a red that's a red flag. Um you know, we were talking about Skaronsky and his uh, tiny, tiny arms. One of uh, John's weaknesses is his arm length is below average. So we could have the shortest arm length offensive line uh, in the league. But, um, yeah, he's, he, he's going to be awesome. He's he's going to be absolutely awesome. So mm-hmm. I'm taking it. I have. Okay. It Bears fans will absolutely lose their minds if we take. If we don't take a, a skill guy, I think in the second round, I think Bears fans are going to lose it. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely see that too. I, um, I, if he wasn't a gopher, would you have made that choice? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we're being honest with each other. Um, yeah, I am. So it's my turn. Also, same pick, fifty three. Um, John Michael Schmitz is available. I could choose him. However, I feel like we need to shore up uh, the defensive line on this one. I am going to go with Keanu Benton, defensive tackle. I believe he's a three technique, uh, and he he goes to he goes to uh, Wisconsin. So I'm sorry about that, Ugh. but he's the best DT on the board. I got to do it. I got to be responsible. Welcome to the club, Keanu. 
It's a great name, Keanu Benton. Keanu, you can't beat you can't beat it. Six four, three hundred nine pounds. That's pretty solid. Um, draft projection round two. Let's see. I love immediately going to the weaknesses. Yeah, slow moving train once inside pocket as rusher. <laughs> um. All right. Looks like he's a strong guy. Full-time starter for most of four seasons. Okay. They okay. did not give him a comp, so he's in a league of his own, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, we that's a need for us, so I, I, I yeah. respect it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we kicked down eight picks later. Pick 61 still in round number two. It's you again. I'm very yeah. curious to see which so, way you're going here. So it's interesting. Two guys still on my board here is Steve Avila and Keanu Benton at this spot. So interesting. Oh, sorry. I'm tempted to take um, Benton just just because I think that is a need for us. But let me just take a quick peek here. Do you mind if do you just just bear with me for one oh, second to figure out who I'd this player to. is uh, that's on my board that I clearly. Uh, researched, yes. you know, hours before this, we've been discussing it. Uh, yeah. Okay, my next pick: mm-hmm. wide receiver mm-hmm. out of the University of Mississippi, six two, two hundred twenty pounds. Jonathan Mingo, great name. Jonathan Mingo ran a four four six forty yard dash, bench press twenty two times. His NFL comp is Anquan Bolden. Of course, I want that guy. Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna, almost going to have too like too many good players in that wide receiver room this year. Once we add Jonathan Mingo, uh, my only my only issue with him mm-hmm. is he lacks juice out of breaks to separate from tight man underneath, and he needs to get head around quicker on seam and over routes. I'm. He needs to get his head around quicker on semen. Is that what you yeah. just said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Seam, but semen. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and take him. I, I got to be honest, don't love the pick. Not yeah. sure that's a, something we need immediately, but okay. we're we're taking just best guys on the board right now. So I get there it. you have it. I get it. And that's one strategy that I, I don't know if that's going to be. We don't know enough about polls yet to know you know, how his board ranks versus ESPN's analytics. We we have no idea. All I know is that as I'm looking at pick number 61, I've got almost 10 guys rated above 61. So I don't know what the rest of these robots are doing right now. I, But to me, that means they have courage. And pick 61, to me, is a good time to show off a little bit of courage, too. I am going to skip down to the 64th rated available player. This is a guy that plays a position that you can't get enough of in Chicago in particular. It is safety, and his name is Sidney Brown, and he's from the University of Illinois, (laughs) and I am picking him at 61, three spots ahead of how he's rated, but it doesn't matter. When you have some conviction, you you just gotta do it. Sidney Brown is my pick. Okay. Um, I could have had John Michael Schmitz there. Just yeah, the that's fine. I and Joe Tipman, the Titman. Yes. Uh, 
you gotta this is the time that that scouts make that they, they stand on the table for a guy i'm sure at hallis hall somebody's going to do that at this point in the draft okay for sydney All brown right. he's just a All ball right. player he's just a ball player um what do you what do you think what what would run through your head if we I'm, got i'm concerned i'm con- mm-hmm. I'm already concerned. There's, there's, we're we're going a line eye heavy. Uh, I could, I was gonna give you the first one, which which was just a bad pick to start for this this roster. Uh, you're just going way back, just digging absolutely deep to just take more line eye. Um, when is the other? When's the brother getting picked? What round do you think for you? I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to kind of see how this we'll shakes cross out. Cross that a bridge bit. when we get there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the good news is we have another pick here, three away. That definitely I couldn't have waited on uh, on Sydney for for sure. Obviously, I, I was afraid he was going to be gone. Um, so, which way are you going? You 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 got tiny arms on both sides of the ball, maybe. Uh, yeah. You, you got a wide receiver. No, you have two offensive linemen. What am I talking about? And and a wide out. Which way? is Dan Poles going at 64. So I'm going to go with a weakness that you attacked right in the first round here. Um, I'm going to go with a guy out of Miami, Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback, six feet tall, 198 pounds, ran a 4.4540. His comp is James Bradbury. He he wrote a book, didn't he? What book did he write? Fahrenheit 451? Was that what it was? Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, a popular author as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what that's what I'm taking. We're, we're filling a corner spot there. Okay. Jalen Johnson, uh, is he on his way out? Kind of feels like real dinged up. Maybe they don't love him as much, this, this staff. So yeah. let's just so, grab his replacement now. Okay. There you go. Tyreek okay. Stevenson, your Chicago Bear. Welcome to town. Happy to have you, Dan. We'll take you out for a real meaty dinner at some point. <laughs> uh, I am up. Same pick. Yep. 64. I am thrilled to announce that almost everybody that was on the board at pick 61 is still here at 64. That's how math works. I'm going to go with a guy that we've talked about a lot tonight. His name, Joe Tipman. Don't call me the Titman. He's still on the board. That is a lot of value. Come to Chicago, Joe. You might be a center. You might be a guard. All I know is that your arms are long enough for me, baby. <laughs> what a what, it's surprising. He went 46 in mine. Why did he drop so far? This is weird. These should line up a little bit better, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's a great pick. <sighs> I think I'm doing really well right now. I would incredible. say you're probably at like a D. What do you, where would you put me at right now? I'd put you probably... C minus D plus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so I'm I'm a little unsure where to go at this point. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I kind of already forgot who I picked. A few offensive <laughs> linemen. I think a wide receiver and a cornerback. I think I nailed it there. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so we have needs all over the field. We haven't really taken care of the pass rusher at this point. Um I'm not sure we're going to get there. That could be an ongoing problem. So we're just going to get a little weird with it. We're going to take, we're going to go back to the offensive side of the ball. Okay. And we're going to take a junior. He had another year left at TCU. This, his name is Kendra Miller. He's a running back. 
okay. out of TCU. Okay. Um, let's see. Don't believe he ran the 40. Um, he's above average size for an NFL running back, consistently oh. productive running the ball, That's... able to make easy changes of direction in the box. I love that. Love right. it. Um, he does need to lower his pads and run behind them. Struggles to make crisp cuts as an outside runner. Doesn't show enough trust in block development. That's a problem. But I've already yeah. dra- I've already drafted him, so mm-hmm. hopefully we can mold him into a good blocker. <laughs> yes. Um, and he'll be a little bit better in pass protection because I think our running back room is mediocre at this point. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> it's a problem. But so hopefully he can block. Uh, he'll be great on special teams, but don't not on. Um, don't ask him to block anyone on on the punt team. He won't be on the punt team. He won't be. No, because he can't block. Yeah, when has that stopped our our special teams before? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Um. Okay. I think. I think that's. I think that's good. I like it. I think. Yeah. Okay. We're we're gonna go with it. I I'm giving you a B minus for that pick, Dan. Things are looking up for you. Thanks so much. Speaking of looking up, uh, I am on the board here for 103. Um, I have not addressed this position yet. I think it's important. It's critical. In fact, you might say. Uh, Justin Fields needs some help. He he needs he needs some more help on offense. I I'm gonna go. I'm so uh, excited. Not the way, not necessarily the way that most would think. And I'm gonna. I don't think I'm reaching too bad here. Um, same position. I'm going Chase Brown, running back, University <laughs> of Illinois. <laughs> He's. Because I'm nervous, he's he's rated 129. Our next pick is 133. I I need to guarantee him on the okay. Bears roster in that mediocre running back room. You you nailed all of it. What you said about about the mediocrity, uh, the need for playmakers, the need for guys that aren't necessarily great blockers <laughs> in the yeah. backfield. Chase Brown moves very well in the hole as well. Uh, yeah, it's a great pick. I want him on the Bears. His brother's already here. He needs a roommate. I'm fucking nailing this draft. This feels good. Go Bears. Go Illini. I, you know what? I love it. He's a good runner. I mean, I'm all in. I think I like that pick better than who was the guy I just took? Miller. Um, yeah. Already a problem that I'm forgetting the guys that I picked. <laughs> uh, so this is a good, good thing that I am not an actual GM. So. Really concerned about the pass rush on this team. Still haven't addressed that at all. It's just that's real Same. thin at talent here. So yeah. this is a problem going into this year. I think if it being for real, I think this mm-hmm. is still a problem for the Bears that they haven't. They, they needed to get someone on the open market or hope that you know Travis Gibson figures it out because God damn it, is he disappointing? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just gonna we're gonna throw a total. Uh, Hail Mary here, and we're gonna go to Europe looking for a mm. fella. He he didn't mm. go to school there. He actually went to Pitt, but he was born in Rome, Italy. Okay, you ever been to Rome, Bill? Never. No, no. Kristen Doink is desperate to go to uh, Italy. Oh, why don't you maybe go? I'll, maybe I'll join her. 
We'll see. Okay. All right. We'll see. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to take a total flyer on this guy that NFL.com says is probably an average backup or special teamer. Pittsburgh ran a four seven eight forty at six foot four, two hundred fifty one pounds. We're going to need him to put on a little bit of weight. Mm-hmm. Um, he also needs to play with better pad level to improve leg drive. Too content to rush over the top out of the pocket. And his name is Habakuk Baldonado. Awesome. Habakuk Baldonado. You are a Chicago Bear and Bonjour. How do you what I don't know how you speak Italian. Is did I nail that? I think so. It's definitely a love language. You've got to be close. Um that's a great pick. That's a great pick. Doesn't seem like you reached at all. Um I'm excited. Welcome to Chicago. Yeah. Diabetes. What's his name? Uh Habakuk Balan- okay. Baldonado. Okay. Well, along along very similar lines, Dan. Uh, I am nervous also about our our pass rush. Uh, hopefully, a couple players are cap casualties here this summer. Uh, we need help. We need help. And on that note, I see a name here that I cannot pass up. He is twenty three years old. He is tall, probably lanky, though I don't see his weight. Uh, he's 23 years old. He started at Georgia Military College because he's full of discipline, and then he transferred to Louisville. He is an edge rusher from a major conference out of Louisville, Yaya Diaby. Oh, welcome to Chicago. Yeah, that's yeah. a great name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, yeah, yeah. baby. Whew. God, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm all hot and bothered. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the baby. What was it? Diaby, I believe. Diaby, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks I like diary, it. but they slipped a B in there, baby. Oh. Yeah, that's a great name. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love I'm it. In. I'm in. All right. Yeah, I, th- I think Here we're we doing go. great. And we're I think only we're three... doing great. Yeah. How many we halfway... have left? I think there's four picks to go. This oh pick God. is only three away. <laughs> I'm exhausted for polls, too. Uh, this one is barely anybody has left the board uh, because that was 133. Now we're at 136. Which way are you going? There's lots of ways you can go here, Dan. Okay. So, Bill, I, you know, I hate to bring the mood down here, but we don't, uh, you know, we're, we're, we don't live forever. No, no human has ever just lived forever, I don't think, except for Jesus. By the way, happy belated Easter. He is risen. Um, we don't live forever. Though. He did get murdered. Let's he not did. bury the he lead. Did. I did hear that in a meeting that was inside of a church. Yeah. So, Bill, we I hate thinking this way, but I don't think we need to figure out what happens when Justin Fields is no longer a Chicago Bear. Mm-hmm. We need to get a game plan. He may get injured. Uh, he may ha- run into a scandal of sorts that may cause him to go to prison. I don't know what that is. Maybe he's selling <sighs> ecstasy to priests. I don't know what his crime is, but we should be on the lookout for. So I'm going to look to the quarterback room. This is what okay. we call uh, a safety valve. Uh, yes. It's a guy who NFL.com it gives a grade that could be candidate for bottom of roster or practice squad. Just ignore that. Yeah. Six foot two, 203 pound quarterback from 
University of California, Los Angeles. His name is Dorian Thompson Robinson. I love in it. reading some of his weaknesses. Uh, seems like decision make, making can be problematic when he's not in rhythm. Mm-hmm. Will occasionally throw off platform unnecessarily. Uh, below average deep ball passer, lacking touch and accuracy. Those are the things you want to hear from your quarterback. Yes. We can fix him. We can fix him. I have no doubt in my mind that we can and will fix him. Yeah. And he should not see the field unless Justin Fields goes to prison for selling ecstasy to Franciscan priests specifically. Dorian yes. Thompson Robinson, you're a Chicago Bear. Welcome. Uh, I watched a lot of him. I gambled on UCLA football a ton this What are your thoughts? Fall. I really like him. Okay. Uh, I do think he is a complete wild card, so that's an interesting description. Love it. Great athlete, though. That's that's a guy who would not be upset in real life if he ended up in Chicago. You, okay. Yeah, you're not you're not grooming him to be the starter. That's a yeah. If in case of emergency, break glass, and he can get you out of a game. He may throw five interceptions, but he'll throw six touchdowns. <laughs> that's him. I love him. Um, Love that pick. That was very exciting. I'm going to go with 136. I'm going to address a position I've yet to in this draft. This is a position near and dear to your heart. It is tight end. This is it's a guy that's rated 103 on the big board. This is pick 136. I smell a value. His name, Zach Kuntz. He <laughs> is <laughs> he is out of Old Dominion, uh, courtesy of Penn State. So he must have. Uh, Found out about Jerry Sandusky and got the fuck out of there. Good so move. great judgment. He's six foot eight, Dan. Oh, twenty three years old. They, there's a uh, the first photo that comes up is him running the forty, and he looks like a guy that shouldn't be running the forty. He's very he's very fit, but he's too big to run the forty. Just don't okay. don't don't make Zach do that. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know what he did at. Um, oh boy. Uh, I see that he suffered a season-ending injury last year. That <laughs> it's, it's, this might might be problematic. God, he's two hundred fifty-one pounds too. Holy shit! This is a he's a monster. Uh, before he got hurt f- during the sixth game, he caught twelve passes for one hundred forty-five yards and two touchdowns. But we're not we're not about counting stats. It, that, okay. They don't always tell the story. Old Dominion, I watch a little bit of those those flying monarchs, and I think they were very run heavy. So this is a guy we could feature. Luke Getze can unlock the key that is Zach Kuntz. Welcome to Chicago, buddy. Nice. You're a Chicago the, bear. What a cunt. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Good mm-hmm. good pick there. Good pick Thanks. there. So, Bill, what, what round you. are we in right now? I'm not great at math. Uh, I know we're pick 148. They don't tell us. They don't tell a couple of dumbs like us on ESPN what this is. Yeah, we what is are in round. We're in round five. We're in round five. Okay. Pick 148, round five. Three picks uh, to go. I think I've one. legitimately found a good value pick right here on my board. Not sure if mm-hmm. he's still available on yours. This is a Canadian. Shout out, okay. Ty. Great he's from start. Ontario originally. He went to the University of Guelph. He went to University of Guelph, uh, then transferred to Ole Miss in 2020. Okay. Last year, he was second in uh, 
FBS with five forced fumbles, had 44 tackles, eight for a loss, seven sacks, and 13 starts. Okay. He's 6'6", 257, edge rusher. Tavius Robinson from Ole Miss. I legitimately think he might be good. NFL.com has him as a good backup with potential to develop into starter. That's okay. high upside. I like that. We may have fixed all of our pass rushing problems. Tavius Robinson, Mississippi, Chicago Bear. I love it. I love it. You're um you're going big school hunting for the most part, which which I enjoy. I think that's great. I think that's a says sound the guy strategy. who took five Illini players at this point. <laughs> you, I, you're very versatile. To, like you're, you're not afraid of a of a foreigner, which is <laughs> very no an Italian. I think I got mm-hmm. a couple of Canadians. I love it. Yeah, it, it's great. I like it. You're versatile. You're open minded. It's fantastic. I am leaning toward a position I've yet to dip in as well here with three picks to go. Now that we're at pick 148, as Dan said, we're in the fifth round. Thank God that he did the math because I couldn't. This is a guy that was at one point near and dear to our friend Tim in Iowa's heart. And then he looked at all the forenses and he said, I don't think so. (laughs) And he went to another Big Ten school in West Lafayette, Indiana, that's where Purdue resides, and this guy lit up scoreboards left and right. His name, as I believe Dan recalls, is Charlie Jones, wide receiver, very white, very good though. Like if he that's this is this is a pick that I'd be very excited about if the Bears made. I think he's legitimately pretty awesome and a good uh, return candidate as well. Come to Chicago, let me bake you some pasta. He's a uh, he's a local kid too, right? Yeah, I'm looking it up Deerfield. He's from Deerfield oh. originally, so I don't think I realized that. Okay, okay. Uh, do you actually know he went to Buffalo first? No, Buffalo he's, then is Iowa. Thirty five. He is. Uh, he's he's twenty four. He'll be twenty five in October. He's ancient. Still younger than than Velas. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We done with Velas? He's still around, right? Still around. I, I think I think he gets one more chance. Okay. All right. All right. Uh yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset about that at all. Why not just throw him in there a squirrely little slot guy, just run run weird mm-hmm. routes, get blasted like a quick Tom Waddle? Why not? Why yeah. not? Do it. And I think you draft him, then we can finally say goodnight to Dante Pettis if we yes, if, if that happens. Please, please, Jesus. I hope that was just uh, like a camp body move, like familiar with the offense, and he can actually catch punts, unlike twenty twenty two Velas. Right. I I hope. I hope. Who who have we gotten rid of in the wide receiver room to make room for um, DJ Moore? Nikhil Harry, he's got to be yeah. gone, right? Yeah, Harry's gone. Uh, Webster gone. Okay. Uh, there's one other ass clown, isn't there? What's his name? Uh, St. Brown's back, at least for camp. Yeah, I think he got a that's new fine. deal even. That's, yeah, didn't he? That's fine. He's fine. Whatever. They uh, like him as a blocker, I think, right? St. Brown, yeah. is he a pretty decent blocker? Yeah. I mean, if he's huh. our four or five, okay, that's fine. Uh, All right. But you know All what? Right. Now you got Charlie Jones to beat you out. Chuck Jones. I like that. I like that. Thank you. All right. Two so more now picks. We're, 
we're at pick 218. This is the first pick in the seventh round. So we're getting there. We're in the final round now. Uh, yes, a position that I that is uh, is my favorite position on the football field, maybe all of sports. It's, of course, the tight end position. We're going to go to another big school, big school hunting, as Bill <laughs> put it. We're looking at the University of Alabama, and you know if you're getting an Alabama guy in the seventh round, you're getting a ton of value. Yes. This is a good backup with the potential to develop into a starter once again. Six foot four, two hundred forty-two pound tight end out of Salt Lake City. This is Cameron Latu. Okay, Cameron Latu. Um, one one thing, <laughs> one of his weaknesses on NFL.com fits into blocks with tall pads and sloppy hands. <laughs> He's got sloppy hands. Ooh, those hands are sloppy. They're dripping with cheese and grease. They're sloppy. <laughs> Wipe your hands, Cameron. Welcome to the Bears, buddy. Cameron Latu. How do I pick him? Here we go. ESPN, <laughs> show me the way. There we go. Drafted. Boom. One more it. for myself, Bill. Who do you have? Who do you like? What position haven't you drafted? Give me all the details. You know, I'm I'm in between here, Dan. Uh, I just looked, and I am honestly devastated. There's no more available line item to pick. I <laughs> I think they did not go deep enough into those potential undrafted free agents. ESPN, uh, go fuck yourself because I had a good joke teed up that I can't use. Um, I I I'm going D line again. I think I've only gone there once, or maybe twice at the most. Not enough. Haven't done enough. Would you go D-tackle? I, I think, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go D-tackle. I don't know who this is, but he's rated 158th, and this is pick 218. His name is Cameron Young, and I'm okay. very interested in, in learning more about him. I'm, I'm about to Google him. Cameron Young. Um, hopefully he did not suffer a horrible injury like the other guy did that I just drafted. <laughs> uh, DT. I believe he went to Mississippi State. Good start. Great school. Great school. Um, I don't think it's great for education, but it's a great football school. They beat the Illini. Rest in peace, Pirate Man. Uh, 6'3", 304 pounds. His arms are 34 and a half inches. I don't know if that's long or short, Dan. Do you know? I don't. No, not a, okay. not a big length guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, he did play in the ReliaQuest Bowl against Illinois. Um, it didn't say if he had any stats, though. Uh, I don't know what these rankings mean, but the prospect grade is 6.2. He will eventually be an average starter. If you can get an average okay. starter on the D-line out of the seventh round, you did a hell of a job, and that's what I just did. I did a hell of a job. Cameron Smith, I mean, Young, welcome to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're, oh, man. One more pick for each of us. One more left. pick. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you noticed, Bill. It's real slim pickings at this point on the board. Uh, I'm looking for offensive linemen. Uh, there are currently – there's currently one of them left on my board that ESPN will allow me to pick. So I don't know if I should do that or – I'm really torn here because there's a guy named Ty, Tyrus Wheat. Uh, I don't know yeah. who that is, but I like. I've been the name. eyeing him big time. Do you know who that guy is? No, uh, no idea. Okay, so you know the smart play would be to take take an offensive lineman here. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. 
or Stetson Bennett still on the board. Nobody <laughs> should take him. He's horrendous. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Connor Galvin, offensive tackle out of Baylor. We need another body in that offensive line room. Mm-hmm. We're going to take that. We're going to do it. Why not? Connor That's Galvin. That's Bingo. A great move. An absolutely fantastic move. This is pick 258, the last pick. I'm sure our loyal listeners are absolutely still very much engaged in this segment. Uh, I'm going to go with a position that I've just realized I've yet to address. That is (laughs) offensive tackle. (laughs) And I'm going to go with a guy. Uh, Big school hunting yet again. Baylor. His name is Connor Galvin. Welcome (laughs) to Chicago. Connor, welcome, buddy. I'm so happy you're here. We're done. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. We We nailed it. Uh, I'm trying to, they don't give us, they don't give us a a score at the end here, which is disappointing. Uh, There's a button to share it. I absolutely would never do that. Um, (laughs) What, what looks to be a stretch for you? What's I I feel like yours might, it might be an ugly (laughs) board for you. It's that chance available at at next pick, right? Chance available at, I think my biggest stretch based off of that, there was a 73% chance that Sidney Brown was going to be available at my next pick and a 70% that Chase Brown was going to be available at my next pick. I knew I was reaching for both the Brown brothers. That's fine. I am I can sleep at night. Um, yeah, I, I guess technically by the math, those are both of my, my, my two stretches. What about you, Dan? What, what does the math say from ESPN? Yeah, it does. It did not really care for my pick at one thirty three. Taking Habakkuk Baldonado, the Italian fella, they said it was a greater than ninety five percent chance that he was going to be available. Uh, not at the current pick, but also at the next pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Dorian Thompson Robinson was also a stretch. The quarterback, the very next pick, so a rough patch for me in that frame. There, okay. uh, it did seem to like my pick of. Tyreek Stevenson, the quarterback, uh, great value at that pick, mm-hmm. 39th ranked player at 64. So I'm going to get props for that one. But yes, um, I don't know if this was good. This might have been terrible to listen to. I'm not. I'm not real sure. Yeah, I'm not real sure either. All I know is that we we walked into this segment um with you getting berated dan by uh, a jacob infanti <laughs> oh. of windy city gridiron who was ripping on you for for ripping on his sources when he came out a few <laughs> weeks ago saying that if either paris johnson or um smith and jigba were on the board the bears are going either of those directions i know you you and i talked about it offline and you were very upset uh and he he was upset with you um, I noticed that neither of us picked Paris Johnson, who was available at nine. Should we have? And what I, do you think of uh, yeah. Jacob Infante and, and reporters like him in general? Okay. Um, who does he report for? Just for the record, I. It's, it's called Windy City Gridiron. Okay. Um, too many mock drafts. That's just right from the top. Like he's been doing mock drafts. I think before the season even uh, ended last year. Um, I haven't heard what he said, so I can, was it hurtful? Am I going to be upset? Uh, it was, it was confrontational is how I Okay. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, fine. If he's got nothing else to do than just to do a million mock drafts, and then I don't. But I, I don't. I will say I don't know if he's a guy who's going to take a victory lap when the Bears draft who he said because he's literally picked every single player in the draft uh, amongst all of his thirty thousand mock drafts that he puts on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He also threw out like a weird scenario this week of I don't, I don't even know. I, it's not even worth it. Um. For the record, if I'm not doing Skaronsky, if ooh, ooh, if I'm not picking Skaronsky at nine, I would take Paris Johnson. He'd be my next pick. Jalen Carter would be first. If he's there, I'm just taking him and figuring out all the trash after. Uh, Skaronsky or Paris Johnson wouldn't be upset if either one of them got picked. So okay, uh, so I don't I don't hate that the Jackson Smith and Jigba. We're not. I don't think we're in a position to take a wide receiver at that at that spot. I think that's a next year thing. Like, hopefully, the Panthers absolutely shit the bed this year. That's when we take uh, the Harrison Marvin Harrison Jr. That's that's what you got to be looking towards. So, mm-hmm. do you have any thoughts? Like, are you upset what Jacob said about me? Um, no. Do you feel good about it? Do you like it yes. when people uh, are mean to your friends? I hope we're friends. Uh, I don't, yeah, I think we're friends. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't like it when people go after my friends, uh, except in this case, I did enjoy it. The, <laughs> um, yeah, it, I'm torn too. Like I'm, I, I, if we draft Devin Witherspoon at nine, I would love it for many <laughs> reasons. I would, but I would also, I know I would go to bed, uh, on Thursday night uncomfortable at the same time thinking we have not addressed left tackle or or okay fine braxton jones you want to be the left tackle of the future and we put the rookie at right tackle fine whatever we have we just need one or the other um i would prefer i would feel much more comfortable if we picked a tackle at nine i would love it if Polls had like three guys graded exactly the same or four guys, all four, I guess, maybe, right? And we could trade back just a little bit and get one of those four that he was going to pick at nine anyway and get a little bit more. Because I think even going through this this silly exercise, it's a pretty big gap between nine and the next pick, right? We right. could use a little extra juice if if at all possible. Um, yeah, I... We probably shouldn't pick Devin Witherspoon at nine, though. I think we probably, probably should not. Probably shouldn't. That's that's a luxury that we probably just can't. We just can't afford. Jalen Carter is at nine. He solves our problems, though. Yeah, right. I think yeah. my I think my worry is we don't know how cute polls is going to get with uh, this draft in terms of like, oh, I'm just going to keep. I'm just going to keep trading back. I'm just going to keep trading back. That's kind of my concern. Is that like. We get to Thursday night and we trade back to like thirteen. I, I don't. Even, I'm just hypothetical, like thirteen, and then then like we get to thirteen and then we trade back again. And we're just acquiring like second round picks for like future years, and now all of a sudden we're like in the twenties. Like I'm not saying that 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 probably doesn't make sense that it would shake out that way, but that's my concern is that he's like, we just need a million people. And it gives us like, no, like, uh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to bed on Thursday night and be like, Oh shit. We are officially punting to the 20, 
25 season. Like we're just going to keep kicking the can down the road for the sake of like just stockpiling picks and dudes that are like medium talent just for the sake of hoping they hit. That's my, yeah. I don't have anything. I don't have anything to base it off of. I'm just a little concerned that that's my worry is we really don't know what polls is about yet. Like still, we still don't know. So that would be at some point you guys be like, we just got to take, we got to take a talented person right now. (laughs) Yes. Right. Like, yes, you're right. Like we've trade back to like 16, 17. And I think I heard Todd McShay say this and one other analyst, like there are truly like 17 dudes who have like first grade, first round grades. And then after that, it's like everyone else after that's a, a stretch in the first round. So that's my concern is we drop so far back that now we're like, shit, we're picking 19th. And we're just like, well, fuck it. Let's just take, let's take a D end who the fifth best D end in this yeah. draft. And it's like, well, what was the point? So I don't know. That's my, that's something it's that's valid. just in the back of my mind. It's totally valid. Yeah. I think whoever, if they are to trade back, you better be at in a position where whoever you're going to get is basically somebody that you would have drafted at nine and like felt really good about if you're, if you're bulls, you should not be sacrificing a good player to get another pick or two. I, I totally agree. It's, you know, hopefully the bears pick is not in the top 10 next year. Hopefully the Panthers is way above that. That's, that's a hope, right? Number nine, you could still get, a crazy good player. Don't get too cute. I, I, to- I totally agree. I'm I'm so bored by the idea of a tackle, like just in general, like it, yeah, it's so totally. boring, but it's but it's so necessary at the right. same time that I don't know. You could talk me into pretty much anything. You could honestly if they if they if they traded down and picked Bajan Robinson yeah, you could you could talk me into it because it seems like he's basically also a slot receiver, right? right. Like he's not just a running back. So I don't know if they if they drafted Bajan at nine and didn't get anything else, <laughs> I would be extremely uncomfortable, and I'd absolutely talk myself <laughs> into it within thirty minutes. I'm sure. I don't know. It, we don't know. Is polls? We don't know what he is. If he's a gambler yet, we have no idea. He doesn't seem like a gambler based on no. how he operates in free agency. But I don't know. I also kind of feel like if he trades back and accumulates another pick or two, hopefully gets a tackle at that point in you know, one of the top four, I could absolutely see him trading up high in, into the second round. Like he, like he kind of hinted toward that. Like, yes, we, we have 10 picks now. Uh, we have a number, you know, so it's like, I, I could see it. I, I could see him picking a, a great dude between nine and 15 or 17 or whatever, and then bumping up to early thirties, like falling in love with the guy. If I don't know, I, I yeah, have no that, idea. Be, that'd I don't be okay. Know who... I, yeah. I don't have an idea. <laughs> like this is, yeah, I don't think we an need idiot. I mean, just going through this exercise, we don't need the last four, like, those are total long shots, right? Like, yeah. If we can package those, not that that adds up to much, but you know, we need a lot of bodies. It's Ten picks is this is a lot. It's a lot. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm. I don't know. Bijan Robinson. Yeah, I would absolutely be on board immediately. But that's not. 
That's not what this team needs. He's not going to. He's so gonna, great, he's, though. It'd be so well, what, great. Like, like, what happens if we, t- well, let's say we take Skaronsky or Paris Johnson? What what happens to Braxton Jones? We just move him to the other. We move him to the other side, right? Like, I guess. Yeah. Is that? I guess that's that. That won't be easy. <laughs> that's not going to no. be easy for him. <laughs> and no, you was about it before. Yeah. Yeah, and he's not. He's not bad. He's not bad. He's not good. He's not bad. He's just. He's. I think he gets overvalued because he. We got. We picked him late, and then he just he. He wasn't completely overwhelmed. Um, yeah. Honestly, like all jokes aside, I know like taking the the Gophers center, uh, I, that dude is just a good – I think he's just a perfect person to make calls on that offensive line. I think having a really solid center uh, for this team will go a real long way. I think it would be great for Fields. It will be great to sort of – because that seems – that's been in flux for us for a while for a long time and the idea of cody whitehair kicking down to center scares the shit out of me (laughs) that yeah he's i think he's cooked he's absolutely cooked so i don't know that we need him anywhere near our offensive line uh but for some reason him being at the center position really scares me uh, I'm totally with you there. I'm completely with you. Yeah, I'd I'd rather not see Cody Whitehair in a Bears uniform anymore. If we, if we can help it, unless unless he's you know a guy coming off the bench, so to speak, right? He's not a right, starter. I right. don't want to see him at center. I remember us being frustrated with him at center, uh, not being able to fucking snap the ball to a guy yeah. in uh, in shotgun like he. It's not, and that was probably four years ago. So enough, enough, enough of him. Uh, I just looked up where Braxton Jones played most of his uh, tackle in college, and it it seems like he was primarily a left tackle. So, yeah, you can't just. It's not Madden where you just flip a guy no. from one one spot to the other, and he's the exact same player, if not better. So, I'm I'm I'd be on board if you draft a guy that's that you think is guaranteed to be a better left tackle. And then you give Jones a few months to figure it out. That's fine. But yeah, you shouldn't expect perfection that it's going to be that easy. Right. Right. And maybe Jones can Jones, I don't know. I mean, draft Skaronsky and put him at left guard. Like who I'm not hung up on that. He has to be a tackle. Just put him in. If he can literally play any position. um, I mean, I don't know. That offensive line is so shaky all across the board. And I really like Tevin Jenkins, but that guy is real fragile. Yeah. <laughs> He's real fragile. So, um, well, I was looking at the Bears depth chart here. Your boy Doug Kramer still. He's listed as the second center right now. He he's he's going to be gone. He, he was hurt all year, right? <laughs> yeah, like, never, right. He didn't even have the opportunity to play. That's, yeah, we need a center. We need a tackle. We need Oof, a lot need a guard. on the D-line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's. Uh, I think what I'm just trying to guard myself against is whoever the pick is in the first round, whatever position that person is at, I want to look at, like, the first three to four picks as like a combined 
like look at how we've improved as opposed to oh fuck like you can't answer everything in yeah. the first round i guess is my point right, right? where we're going to have something in the back of our heads like ah shit but we still have all these other issues so i think we need to get through friday to understand the full picture so I i'm trying right. to i'm trying to convince myself of that too and remind myself so we'll see Ooh. it's fun this is great i i love it i know it. i'm it's been a it's this has felt like the longest off season before the draft of all like of all time. I probably say that every every year. I don't know. Actually, no, I don't know that I felt that way when it, we didn't have our first round picks for yeah. for a while those few years. Um, but this one with the I mean, it feels like we traded the number one pick like six months ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been, you know, I'm so sick of this. Everyone's just bored with it, right? Everyone's just making yeah. shit up. This is, it's kind of fun just to see who who is Stroud was the one that was getting the getting shit on this week just because because yeah. people are people are bored. Like they're yeah. just like, oh, C.J. Stroud's yeah. like, it's like special needs can't read. Right, right. you Here's know, it's new, like a new is, rumor. Mm-hmm. Why why would that pop up now? Where was that like three months right. ago? So the draft happened a while ago. Like, why would this just come up now? It's just silly games and NFL GMs are suckers, I think, just like all of us. Indeed. Can't wait to get to the real thing Thursday night in Kansas City. Had to think about that. Uh, thank you to the uh, AI robots that created our artwork for this uh, for episode two of season five. Thank you so much. It got Dan all boned up when he saw oh. what AI created. Whoa, baby. Who do the fans and eggs want the Bears to pick in the first round this year? Let's start with Phil and Indiana. My wish list for the Bears' number nine overall pick. First, it's still on the board at number nine, edge rusher from Georgia, Nolan Smith. If he is no longer on the board, Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver. Yo, this is Marcel, a.k.a. Styles, coming to you from Minneapolis, where it's 20 degrees one week, 80 degrees next week, and then a blizzard. Bears draft coming up, a lot of interesting prospects. Uh, number one, I want them to do is draft Jalen Carter if he is there at nine. I know there's some character issues. I think it's worth the risk at nine. Maybe not in the top five, but sure, at nine, he's that talented. This is Tim in Iowa. And Kirk Ferentz says the beloved will take Paris Johnson Jr. at number nine. Go Hawks and go Zero Doinks. How you doing, guys? This is Darren here from Dublin, and today I'm with... James from Dublin. Yeah, very good. And we're discussing who's go- NF- who the Bears going to collect pick in the draft this year. And we hope that with the ninth pick in the NFL draft, the Bears select who, James? Jalen Carter. That's right, Jalen Carter. Aaron Rodgers.
boing, 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 boing. Thanks for hanging with us. We tried to go through that draft as quickly as possible, just so you know. And we did just realize it took about an hour. <laughs> too many picks. Too many picks. And uh, Dan shockingly did not pick Mo Ibrahim in the seventh round. That, that was my expectation. Big miss. On, uh, Wasn't available. I absolutely would have. But didn't want to stretch. I'm more of a Bears guy than just a full-blown gopher. Uh, even though I did take a gopher <laughs> a little higher than... Uh, <laughs> Than ESPN would allow. Actually, no, they had me with good value there. So good, good job by me. Congratulations. Um, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're fine. I, 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 you, anytime you have to stand up for your valor in life, Dan, you always should. That's what that's what my mima and my peepa taught me back in the day. Ha <laughs> ha. Did you call um, a mima, mima and peepa? Is that I a did. real thing? No, no, no chance. No chance. Oh, okay. Hey, Mimo, make me some supper. <laughs> make me some supper, Mimo. <laughs> hey, get over here, Mama. Where's, where's Big Bong? Where's Big Bong? I want to sit on Big Bong's lap. Where's my grandparents, Jibba Jabber and Big Tits? <laughs> Be great. Which one? Which one's which? <laughs> Depends on the month. Oh, milk, milk. Uh, big news today, Dan. As usually happens with Zero Dunks, whenever we announce a new episode, something breathtakingly large happens. And not just in our trousers. Today, what happened? What happened in the NFL, Dan? Something that affects the Bears and our sanity, I believe, right? Yeah, so CNN announced that Don Lemon was uh, let go today. So major cutbacks, cutbacks at CNN. Um, to go along with Tucker Carlson. Get those my hands. Um, no, of get course, your, Aaron. Get Aaron, your Aaron. uncles. Get your uncles' gay hands off my butt. Off my butt. The votes. The votes. The votes were wrong. Um, Dominion. Yeah, Dominion. Oh, old Dominion. I drafted an old Dominion tight end. Oh, did you? Okay. Oh, man, the joke football. was right there for us. It was. It was. Cunts. Blew it. Ron Cunts. Um, anyway. <laughs> of course, uh, Aaron Rodgers is gone. He's officially out of our lives, at least temporarily. We don't play the Jets, right? I think we did no. this last time. We don't play the mm-hmm. Jets. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is officially gone. Mm-hmm. The haul for him, there's a swap in two spots, I think, in the first round. Yep. Uh, Excuse me. Um, I I feel like there were a few people freaking out about how much the Packers got back. I thought it was fair, if not a bit light, for a guy who had won two MVPs fairly recently, probably still really good if he has a good roster and he's healthy. So... Um, you know, the swapping, swapping picks next year, I guess that's the big one, right? Is and if you mm-hmm. maybe have it in front of me, so uh, in front of your, you, what, yeah. what all of it is. So maybe I'll that's just fine. stop guessing and you could just tell us if you have it. That's fine. I do have it. Um, yeah, it's, it's light considering 
Aaron Rodgers' resume. And considering what they could have gotten last offseason, yeah. had they traded him when they should have, really. <laughs> um, yeah, they got they they swapped two positions in the first round, like you said. So the Packers are now picking 13th. The Jets are now picking 15th. Uh, the Jets, of course, got Aaron Rodgers and a fifth rounder this year from the Packers pick number 170. The Packers, along with the two-pick improvement in round one, got a second rounder this year, got a sixth rounder this year, number 207. And uh, next year, a second rounder, unless Rodgers plays more than 65% of the Jets snaps, and that'll go to a first rounder. The one thing I don't know yet, and um, I'll be very curious, is there going to be protection for the Jets if he retires after 2023? Will that 2024 void? That That's possible. That's not out of the question. Um, I didn't see it yet, but I think people are still kind of, people are speculating on the Twitter that maybe there's something that could be in the works there or could have been in the works. I don't know. Let's just assume it's at worst a second rounder uh, and possibly a first rounder. I'm with you. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to be fucking amazing this year because he'll be motivated. And, you know, he'll be, it's going to be a fuck you year, right? And he's got good, good wideouts, uh, a good running back room, and a defense that's better than the Packers' defense, probably. And he likes to prove people wrong. Every once in a while, he wakes up, right? And yeah. this will be that year. Maybe it's just one year. Who cares? That's besides the point. He's out of our lives, Dan. He is. He's. I, I know. I don't even want to know what to say. Like, it, it's this has to be like what Cavs fans and Jazz, not really Jazz fans. Michael Jordan fucked them up, obviously, a couple times. But like, <laughs> Pistons fans, Knicks, probably Knicks fans, how they felt when Jordan was gone. That that sort of thing, and of course, Rogers is nowhere near as accomplished as Michael Jordan. But like similar, similar vibes, I guess. Like the bad man is gone. He's gone. He's gone. I, I know. Are you scared that Jordan Love's going to be good? Is that one uh, of the thoughts in your mind, or are you just like full of relief today well, that we don't have to lose twice a year to this asshole? I mean, I feel like we already did this, right? Like when he announced he was going to the Jets, I think he was never going back to the Packers. So it felt like. I felt like today was just like, oh, finally, like, let's just move on. Um, but no, I'm I'm thrilled. The Jordan Love thing, I, any Bears fan who said they're not, there says they're not worried about Jordan Love potentially being good is, li- is li- they're lying to themselves because we went from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another. Who's to say it wouldn't happen again? Not, there's nothing that shows that he is a Hall of Fame quarterback, but. I will probably be terrified of any Green Bay quarterback for maybe the rest of my life. I don't, I don't know. It's, but I mean, he's, do you know, like, are there, is there cap money uh, implications with, with Rogers, with the Packers, or does that sort of transfer to the Jets? I think, um, I think it affects both teams in a bad way. I think, nice. honestly, I, yeah. So I, I don't think by trading him, the Packers got a ton of relief. They got some relief, but not enough to um, give them a ton of flexibility in the next year or two. So really, this is and kind of what I was saying, like the year to strike for Rodgers 
trade would have been last offseason, not this offseason. It's easy to say now that the Packers didn't make the playoffs last year, of course, so total lost year, but um, the cap implications are worse the longer that uh, contract went on. So the thing about Packers fans that is making me laugh a little bit too is like they sold themselves on love. And uh, yeah, and I'm in between too. I'm with it. Like Bears fans are burned. We're the we're scorned. We've been abused. We've been in an abusive relationship for what? <laughs> how many years now with the Packers? I almost three decades, at, Ni- at least yeah. two decades. Nineties, right? yeah, early nineties. Yeah. So, um, so it's hard to laugh at the person that's been holding you captive, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the same time, it's it's also like. I just keep going back to the Bulls. Like you, you've been so good for so long that you think you will never be bad. Things yeah. can get bad quicker than you think. True. It's and true. I just like I justified the rebuild of the of the Bulls when oh yeah Jordan's old, Pippen's old. You know, get get rid of these guys. We'll easily build it back in the draft. And oh, we got Randy are, Brown. Right? We'll be fine. Right. right, exactly. And so that's just where like that's the only comparison I have in my head personally to make because. The Sox have just sucked most of my life. I can't make that comparison. And, and and the Bears, we can't make that comparison either. So, yes, love could end up being good. I still think Packers fans fapping themselves over uh, preseason highlights and uh, one good quarter against an Eagles team that really wasn't really on love. Like, he's throwing these, like, crossing routes where Christian Watson's taking it 65 out yeah. of the out of the 70 yards, right? And I think we've talked about this before. And part of that is me convincing myself of it too. I'm trying to justify it because I'm nervous <laughs> that love's going to be good. Uh, I'm rambling. Today's a really good day for Chicago Bears fans, but also the Chicago Bears franchise. It is. Yes. This is a really good day for the Bears. Yeah. Um yeah, I totally agree, and I like the you. You just ran yourself into circles, trying to convince yourself you're not a little nervous. That's that was exactly you just is exactly what I meant. Is Bears fans are lying to themselves if they're not a little nervous? But yeah. you, you, you're right. The Bulls thing is is dead on. It's like, oh, we'll never be bad. It's like, well, Randy Brown. Um, yeah. The two things, like one, Aaron Rodgers is going to be insufferable in New York with the New York media. Like they're going to try to just crush him, and he's going to be the absolute worst. Like he's good. he's like you don't know how Fine. good he, you know he's had it yeah. so good in Green Bay. Oh. They just kissed his ass, and he could just hide and do his stupid McAfee show. He can't hide now. They're going to absolutely just trash him. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also gonna be real sick of just like just stop talking about him and everything's he's i don't know that he'll be great i think he might be on the downswing of his career i hope he plays exactly 64 percent of the snaps and then (laughs) and then retires just out of spite (laughs) like he is it calculated to the play he's walk. he does like the antonio brown like taking the pads off waving to the crowd the middle of the game just like see uh uh just to screw everyone over. Um, and um, what was my other point? I was going to make another point. So I don't, it'll come to me, but I, it's, 
I it, I'm thrilled that he's gone. It's just it's weird. It's weird at this point. That's how I feel. Just fucking weird. And Packers fans, they seem excited as well that he's gone. They're just so sick of the show. That's yeah. actually maybe what upsets me most is they're not more devastated because he's been messing with them for so many years that uh, they're not they're not more upset. So, I, yeah, eh. I'm curious. Like, I look forward to talking to our buddies with Average Cheese be, uh, podcast because they're they're pretty reasonable Packers fans. Yeah, that I. I I doubt that today is like a happy day for them because they they know how good he was and they like I, I've seen a lot of Packers fans and like fake media people like Peter Bukowski like yeah he wouldn't he wasn't passing in the middle of the field like get this asshole out of here we it's love to, you know it's time for Jordan Love it's like are you sure that you are you sure are you sure that you want to move on that fast like. And it's not fast. He's been there for fucking 16 years or whatever, right? But it's like, I don't know. It's like, I I wouldn't be, if Jordan Love was um, maybe more established, maybe like a, rook, like a rookie almost, like I'd, I'd probably be more excited if I were Packers fans. Like he's entering his fourth year and he has the same amount of snaps that like Nathan Peterman had last year <laughs> in, in his career. Like yeah. I, I would be extremely uneasy. If I were Packers, I'd be cocky, yes, if I were Packers fans, but I'd be uneasy. And I feel like a reasonable Packers fan, today is probably a sad day, and they're probably going to wake up tomorrow happy they got something, but probably feeling pretty weird about the next year or two. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. I, they take a quarterback this year? I think, I think they should, right? Well, I think they should. They should take a quarterback the first three rounds. I would. Like what? If, what if one of those guys is there at thirteen? Who's gonna slide the Richardson? I mean, one of those one of those guys is gonna slide, right? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think they're all getting taken the top stuff, end. but yeah, I, that's a scenario for the Bears at nine. Actually, that might benefit us, but that's besides the point. We've already <laughs> droned down enough about about yeah the Bears' lot in life. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'd do first round. If I, I don't know though. I don't know. I, I, if I were the Packers, I would, I would hope if I were a Packers fan that our GM is smart enough to realize this is kind of like a one or two year tryout for Love, right? Right. Like right. they're still talking them down, like still talking expectations down. Lafleur recently, right, was like, right, just you know, let's not over hype this guy going into the year. That's to me a huge red flag going into his fourth year in the same organization where they see every ball he's ever thrown as an adult, right? Like that yeah. would—I'd be very nervous if I were a Bears fan and somebody mm. said that. I don't know. Yeah, and they have to make a—they have to make a decision on his fifth year extension, right? Or his fifth year—what what do they call it? I can't remember. Option like first rounder. Thank you. Option. Jesus Christ. Too many hams. <laughs> They've got to make. They have to make that decision before the season starts. They have to do it, right? They have to. They yeah. have to commit to one more year. But that may prove to be a mistake if he blows this year. I don't know. Yeah. But if he's good, then they save some money. I don't know. Right. I I don't know. This is this is it's great. It's a great day for Bears, Bears fans, Bears organization, like you said. I know what I was gonna say. Now it's coming back to me. 
uh how about those people those the people bears fans who were uh irrationally like oh i want rogers to stick around i want to stick around so we could beat his ass we could beat his ass with justin fields what what are those people where are those people first of all and what are they feeling today uh great call yeah, there were a lot of them. Never, there were a lot of yeah. them last year, and I was like, we've, "What are you we've talking never been about? Those Get him out of my life!" Yeah. Right? Where those people were irrational. Sorry, I, what, what? No, I hate. I hate those people. I hate them. Yeah, we've in a perfect world. Yeah, of course, we'd love to knock them off again. Going back to the Bulls, like we want to see Isaiah Thomas walking off the the court early as like a little bitch. Like we finally conquered the bad the bad team that has been in our way. It, it was obviously never going to happen for the Bears and Aaron Rodgers. Like, it was never going right. to happen. So, all right, give me a cheat code where Aaron Rodgers leaves a little bit early. That's fine. I'm totally cool with it. It doesn't – if if all of a sudden we're a little bit better in the NFC North a little bit earlier because Rodgers is gone, do we care? Like, are we going to feel bad if we finally beat the Packers next year without Rodgers? No. We're going to no. love it. We're going to absolutely love it. And there's still no guarantee we're going to beat him one right. or two times next year, right? So, no, I don't. Yeah, in in a in a on a Hollywood set, of course, we'd love to have injured Rodgers, ended his career, and taken over the North. Who cares that that didn't happen? Who cares? Right. Who cares? Exactly. Thanks for clearing that up for me. Uh, uh, no problem. I hate those people. I get. I do get the instinct, though. I do. I do. I I get it, but let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. Stop We've it. been a shit franchise for a long time. This is a, a clearer path to not being so <laughs> shitty. Like, yeah. accept it and run with it, guys. Bingo. Yeah. Uh, it's we don't need to drag on about this, but it's just, it's to me, it's the same people who were rooting for the Lions last year. The Bears fans, like, ooh, it's fun. The Lions, like. They're in our division. Knock it off. Look at the Lions now. They're awesome. They're probably going to beat our ass. Like, do you feel dumb now? You feel dumb, Bears <laughs> fans, rooting for the Lions at any point? Ooh, hard knocks. Ooh, they were so good on hard knocks. You feel stupid now, Bears fans? They're good. Shut up. Shut up. Okay, let's talk real quick about NFC North. Then. I'm sure you've seen the odds because you're a, you're a gambler. Um, even before this news, I have not looked today, actually, if anything's changed. Probably not. They probably baked in the uh, eventual Rodgers trade to New York. But prior to the trade, the odds to win the North were Lions 1, Vikings 2 with a decent separation between the two. Yep. Not a ton of separation between the, the Vikings and the Bears, who were number three. And then uh, Packers were fourth in terms of Vegas odds to win the NFC North. That was prior to the trade. Again, it had to have anticipated the trade. Dan is pulling up his app right now <laughs> to see where those odds are at. They've, very uh, curious. they've messed with it a little bit, but the Bears, as Vegas sees it now, they have the Bears finishing. Third, third is plus 220. Fourth is plus 240. Second is plus three hundred and first is plus three thirty. So okay. most likely finishing third, like you said. Um 
yeah, I don't like the way that uh, DraftKings is setting this up. The Lions finishing first are plus 140. Packers, uh, Packers are plus 160 to finish fourth. So they they have the Packers at the bottom of the of the barrel for the uh, for the NFC North. Yeah, division Vikings. winner. I'm looking right now. So easier. I've got it. I've got it right here. Yeah, yeah. good. Lions, okay, thank you. Lions plus no problem. Yeah, DraftKings really sucks it. You got to hunt for it. It's stupid. Lions plus 140 to win the North. Vikings plus 250. Bears plus three thirty, Packers plus five hundred. I think that's oh, worse man. than it was actually. Yeah. Uh, prior to the trade, now that it's now that it's reality and money's coming in, right? Uh, do you feel weird that the Bears are not that far from the Lions to win the division? First of all, like plus three thirty, we're closer to to uh, second place than we are uh, last place. That's it. I think that's a pretty that's a pretty big gap. Plus three thirty yeah. to plus what was it one thirty to 140. win the division? One forty. It's it's big, but I I would have expected I would have expected wider. Yeah. Ooh, God, what are we still talking about odds or <laughs> are we talking about? Oh God. <laughs> I um. Yeah, I I don't the It's the Lions. Like I don't. I'm still not convinced the Lions are going to win the division. Dan Campbell. It's their that defense is scary. The offense is fine. It's still Jared Goff, right? We're doing the same thing we're doing. He's, it's kind of another version of Kirk Cousins. Like, is he scary yet? Not really. No. I don't think so. Um, he had kind of a nice year last year. They didn't make the playoffs. Now, all of a sudden, they're just going to win the NFC North. I know they were close. Yeah, I. none of those teams are scared. I mean, the NFC North might be the worst division in football across the board. I mean, if the if the Lions are the ones leading the pack for the North, oof, that's oof. that's a rough that's a rough go for that division, which makes me feel better as a Bears fan. Just improve yep. a little bit, and you're in the hunt. So, yep, um, easier said than done. But yeah, I guess I'm a little surprised. I thought Bears would be a longer longer odds. Never know how to do that. I know L- bigger odds. Uh, mm. <sighs> Brooks Brothers. The sponsorship Brooks Brothers and Hams and uh, whoever Spotify is gonna uh, send our way, probably Walmart. Eating America. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I. I don't think I nailed that one. I don't. No. I don't know. America. Um, eating i know i like eating america <laughs> me too i definitely like it I think that's fat jimmy guy. world's a... fifth album oh yeah it's ooh, pretty good uh this is a fat guy club eating america <laughs> not a charity just a bunch of fat guys who love just go around and eat eating pizza and tacos and pussy yes <laughs> dan this has been a fantastic uh <laughs> summation of a of of what has been a uh, a drawn out trade that finally came to be. I was nervous it wouldn't come to be. It happened. Aaron Rodgers can no longer haunt us. He can no longer taunt us. And Packers fans, I can't wait to fuck your couch. Starting this yes. year, I think I think we're gonna be better than you starting this year. 
and I can't wait uh, to probably not taunt you because I'm I'm smarter than that. <laughs> by by smarter, I mean afraid of what that might what trolls may attack me at Zerdunks on Twitter. <laughs> yep, fuck off, Aaron Rodgers, and fuck you, Jordan Love. Can't wait to hate you even more. I can't think of anything bad or good that happened in the last year, uh, but you know what? We're all here together. That's what <laughs> he fucking murdered cancer. That's what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he did. Suck my dick, cancer. No three. No, no three. No foul. No foul. Yes. Rebound. Rebound, Baylor. Yes. There, we there we go. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here's our moment. Here's our moment. And ten. Yep. Oh, yes. Oh, you. Santa Barbara is absolutely killing. Don't Joe. Don't Joe. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. 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 All right. Yes. All right. Gales, I've always loved you. Love the Gales. Blood on the shirt? Maybe. Don't want to transfer AIDS. Where is he? He's not out there. He's not out there. Yeah. Did they really? He's yes. not. Yeah, they did. They pulled one. Drive what? it, hit the underside of the uh, rim. Yeah, the undercarriage. <laughs> Classic <laughs> undercarriage <laughs> shot. God damn it. What I, break, I almost hurt myself. You break that chair? I broke the goddamn Awesome! <laughs> he got it! Let Humble score, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. No. There we go. Uh, okay, Bill. This has been a fun episode, I think. Maybe it was painful to listen to the draft. I don't care. Go fuck yourself. We did a mock draft. I knew maybe... Uh, let's see. Let me just go ahead and take a quick peek. I think I knew three players out of ten that I drafted before this evening. I feel great about my draft. What do I want to talk about, Bill? Uh, Dylan Brooks, we talked about him briefly. He's a fake tough guy. Yeah. Uh, anything else on the NBA? Does, do you give a shit? Do you follow not, it? Not really. Okay. Like, I... I'm following Kings uh, Warriors. That's about it. I don't really care about the rest of it right now. Does that okay. make me a bad sports fan? What about you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I'll throw a little money on it here and there. They had a great draft Kings. I always look. the uh, My favorite is the up by 10 and you automatically win wager. They yes. had one of those this past week, which I think I took Atlanta. Uh, they were like plus 400 or something money line. They went up 10 early cash it out like that's those are the best boosts that 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 they offer uh i absolutely love those 
Otherwise, uh, I don't really care. It's it's intriguing because it's like very wide open. There's yeah. like no favorite. Um, yeah. A lot of injuries, a lot of injured players, mm-hmm. which sucks. But um, I think I put a I put a small wager on the Suns winning it all. I don't, okay. I, but I don't necessarily care. Yeah, yeah. I think the playoffs will get actually get better as they go on. Get rid of some of the filth. Uh, speaking of round ball, Dan, leading into this, wrap this motherfucker up. Outro. Uh, I had some highlights from Dave Madness. I know that oh. felt like a long time ago. It actually wasn't that long ago, right? It was a little over a month. Um, can you sum up your experience with Dave Madness in thirty words or less? No, feel, I don't think I feel can. Free to, feel free to add more if you need to. <laughs> okay, uh, new venue this year. Obviously, Dave Davey No Behavy uh, is uh, is has moved. He's getting married. Uh, congratulations, Dave. If we haven't said that before on this podcast, uh, new venue, new garage. Uh, his house is lovely. The pool was not open, which was disappointing. Um, the uh, yeah, it it was fun all around. Dave Dave did Dave things. Took took a little snooze right in the middle of the of the event, which was fun. We got to hang out with uh, his soon to be new stepson uh eight-year-old randy was hanging with us for quite a while um there were a lot of cats a lot more cats than i expected this year just wrestling around underneath the televisions uh and there's like a a goal goalie net what do we what do we call that and that that was getting tangled up in there i felt like dave had to contend with that rick fieldsman was on fire once again um broke a chair what else Broke a chair. Yeah. Broke a chair. Brother Dave uh, made his debut at Dave Madness. Was absolutely electric. I think I might give him the MVP. Uh, if if I don't know if we have an MVP or if you had had a vote that would go otherwise, uh, uh, you know, somewhere else. But I think Brother Dave was absolutely great. He was uh, saying a lot of inappropriate things in front of. Uh, eight-year-old randy but mm-hmm. did just kind of like what do you expect it's dave madness like he yeah he he didn't feel bad at all he almost felt great about it like he went the opposite way he like was promoting this unhealthy talk in front of an eight-year-old mm-hmm. um you know the the uh, I, I don't know if brother dave will listen not brother dave but davey no behavior the, the bathroom situation was was a bit tricky especially when mm-hmm. the family was there um you know, had to cruise through the kitchen quite a bit. It's it's a very, very, uh, very aggressive drop off in volume going from the garage to the kitchen. Uh, so when I try to speak to anyone in the kitchen, uh, like Dave's soon to be soon to be wife, who's lovely, very lovely, but my, the volume of my voice was was at an all time high inside of the house, and trying to act like I haven't, I didn't have thirty five hams before they arrived to the house but um i had a great time it was it was you know it was a different experience for dave madness the gambling was electric i I think i'm over 30 words at this point bill um i'll just end it by saying that you know thank you davey no behavior for hosting uh we missed you for a good portion of the evening as you took your (laughs) siesta um but thank you for having us multiple multiple siestas 
multiple siestas. Uh, thank you to um, Rick Fieldsman's roommate for giving me a ride home uh, that evening. That was way out of your way. I appreciate it. Also provided with me with a powdery drink that I feel like I woke up the next morning. The powder was just all the way around my lips. Um, <laughs> I had a great time. I had a great time once again. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I drank a lot. Yeah. Any, any spell? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Uh, I, it was a very loose 30 word limit. I don't even know why I, I put that out there. <laughs> are you, um, what are you, okay. Pretend that you are in charge of DraftKings uh-huh. and pretend that you have three choices next year. They need to put odds on of venue of Dave Madness 2024. Uh-huh. Can you think of three options and how would you rank them in terms of minus or plus? Okay. Um, I have three in mind. Uh, well, the first one's easy. That's, that's the, the current venue brother, brother Dave. Uh, I keep saying brother Dave. That's fine. Uh, Davey, no behaviors garage. Uh, we're going to put that at, uh, we'll put that at minus one eighty. Um, we're gonna do next one is uh coach Cuse's garage slash back patio area uh tent provided donated by rick fieldsman myself <laughs> and hopefully yourself uh mm-hmm. bill mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna put that at even money plus 100 um and then i'm gonna put your basement maybe uh, a garage situation if you were mm-hmm. open to it i think mm-hmm. you have Bill, I'm going to be honest. I think you have a fantastic setup for a potential Dave Madness. Now, if there's a venue change, we still have to call it Dave Madness, right? Just out of respect? Okay, okay. And he needs Um, a gift. He always gets a gift. He needs a gift. So I'm going to put your your, uh, home at plus 200. Okay. Um, And I've got – I think I've got one more, and I think it's uh, Rick, Rick Fieldsman's trailer in okay. east chicago we're gonna put okay. that one at at plus 1200 um because i think that's very unlikely i don't i don't i don't think he has internet uh because i believe he goes to the local library to get on onto the interwebs um not a great spot doesn't smell good the bathroom situation's tricky so that's where i land on those any thoughts on on those odds where would you put your money yeah. Where's the value in that? that? Okay. You absolutely nailed it. The top three were have been on my mind for okay. Uh, okay, since St. Patrick's Day, since I woke up on Saturday with powder all over the inside and outside <laughs> of all of my lips. <laughs> Ladies, don't be jealous. Um, so, yeah, great call. Didn't think about Rick's trailer. That's the right value, though. Plus 1,200. That's perfect. You're going to get money on both sides of that of that weight wait, it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense uh, <laughs> uh i am i'm just gonna say for the record uh i am willing to offer coach Cuse's place for sure as i have in the past <laughs> present and future and i'm also i am i am willing to offer my place i i do know i i, I talked to kristen dykes about it uh both before and after dave manis 2023 she would be she's pro it it so it could happen if in fact for whatever reason 
uh, we want to um, change Dave Madness from uh, one location to the next. Yeah, and, and yes, 100%. It'll always be Dave Madness in name and stature. Will Dave? Would Dave take a nap if it wasn't his house? I think that's an interesting question. I think it's a part of the the, he has to. Yeah, I I want him to. Yeah, but would he feel weird doing it? Would he even show up? I think it's at. (laughs) Yeah, of course he's gonna show up. Yeah, of course he. I think if it's uh, Coach Cuse's house, he's definitely taking a nap. Yeah. Um, because I don't. Spoiler alert: they're related. Coach Mm -hmm. Cuse and Davey Mm -hmm. Behavy. I don't know if we've ever made that clear. Um. At your house, I think it's not. Yeah, he's still taking a nap. I don't. Yeah, he's welcome to. I just I, I want to put that out. He's. Definitely you have a great. To. I'm glad that you also were thinking about it because mm-hmm. I was thinking specifically. You you have a great new bar. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a great. You have a three car garage, Bill. My my mi- misremembering that. It's a two, but it is going to be. Um, uh, there's going to be a new floor put in in the next couple oh. weeks. Uh, and, hubba, hubba. Yeah, so it's like yeah so i it can be redesigned the way that all of us want potentially for for uh dave man 2024 i'm sure yeah you, you exactly got a lot of room to spread out in your mm-hmm. your driveway yeah. you got a yep. great location yep. uh mm-hmm. you can get you could have you got a great it, spot you got a great it, spot for it that's yeah. all i'll say yeah you could do inside outside combination of, the, of both it can happen yeah, uh, I'm 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 open to it. I just don't, I don't want to steal it from Dave. I, I, Dave always gets right of first refusal. Um, who owns Dave Madness? Actually, do we own it more than Dave does? I think we all have equal shares. Okay, we could do Dave. Might yeah. he might own a little bit more, but he doesn't have majority votes. Yeah. I think we need like a succession like uh, board meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm glad. Right. I I think the the whole purpose of of talking about it now is so we don't have to talk about it at the last second, right? We got to right. establish right. um what 2024 is going to look like because yeah, agreed. Tremendous night. There's always ways that we can improve. Always, each year. Always, there's always things we can do to uh, to make it better. Um, until we, until one of us dies of alcohol poisoning, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the only way it can end. Um, oh, great! Uh, I think I was just sorry. One more thing. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. I was um, looking through. I don't know how this popped out. Like I was looking for pictures. I believe of my children. And I came across a picture of myself sitting in between mm-hmm. uh, Davy No Behavy with mm-hmm. a bunch of like coasters piled on his head when he was asleep, yes. and then Brother Dave is behind me, sitting up with his arms crossed, with his eyes closed, pretending like he's not asleep, yeah. and just I want to put it on a poster and put it up on my above my fireplace because it's yes. it's beautiful. It's so good. I I showed that exact picture to all of my family and extended family and friends. It's such a good photo. It's Dan. Dan's in a leprechaun uh, uh, jacket. Not really. I, it, uh, it's shamrock on it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. With two sleeping Daves <laughs> next to him. It's so good. And that was probably like 
like on Earth, that was probably like eight fifteen p.m. But in our world, yeah. it might as well have been four oh. in the morning. Yeah, if, yeah, I would say that's the only other thing with Dave. Uh, the new venue, there's no windows in sight. I mean, it could have been there could have been an absolute hurricane outside. We would have had no idea. I think we popped the the garage door open for a second, then got worried the cats were going to get out and yeah. had to close that bad boy up immediately. But uh, yeah. it's a good time all around. It's, it's a great time. It's a great time. Look, I, I think the point is, I don't know where I'd put my money next year, but it, it doesn't matter in terms of fun. It's going to be hot. Uh, it, it's tremendous. Um, one other thing I want to touch on tonight, Dan, and I, I, I hope, uh, I hope we're aligned here. Um, have you seen the Mario Brothers movie? Yeah, I have. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, where do you want to start? Hand, hand up. Okay, this is uh-huh. total hand up situation. I realized Mario Brothers came came out when we were children, right? The video uh-huh. game, of course. Uh-huh. Um, it never occurred to me until I was watching the movie that Mario and Luigi were actual brothers. <laughs> it never occurred to me because Wait. because Mario brother, like Mario brothers, oh, seems weird, right? I it's see. like here's yeah. Mario and Luigi. I understand they're both like. I I always assumed they were plumbers. That was never like totally clear in a video game, but. They look like plumbers. They look like uh, plumbers, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. I never really yeah. thought about the it, Mario. It didn't really strike but... me. Yeah. I thought they... Because it would I mean thought... the last name is Mario. Like, right, right. So that would be it's Mario Mario and Luigi yeah. Mario. That's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, it's a good little point. Weird, but it did kind of like... I felt like an idiot like 15 minutes in or so when they're sitting having pasta with their parents that are not the most supportive and like, Mm -hmm. oh, wait, they're brothers. They're actual brothers. Um, That's where I wanted to start. Did you like, did you like the movie? Did your Um, kids like the movie? Um, Let's, let's just, let's, let's keep an open dialogue here. Okay. A number of directions. uh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I, uh, I watched it on Easter Sunday. That's how we celebrated the, uh, the, rising of christ what what do we, what do i say it's getting late uh he is risen we went to the movies um so i was exhausted i feel like i zoned out for about 10 minutes and i feel like i missed something i was like all of a sudden they're i don't know luigi's out being held captive i think i missed something i'm not sure i was getting popcorn um i thought it was good bowser was a bit aggressive for like a kid's movie like he just wanted to murder everybody that felt that felt a bit strong um i needed them to be more italian uh mario and luigi felt like they were insensitive towards italian americans needed them to uh i needed just real strong italian accents the whole way through and i didn't feel like i got that so Hmm. um thought it was fine okay i i the, i was more interested in the audience that i viewed this movie with i would say it was 80 percent adults 20 percent kids okay. and a lot of adults who 
loved the movie, like very loud laughing uh, at parts that adults shouldn't laugh at. I was creeped out a little bit. I feel like the exp- I feel like I need to see it again. Bottom okay. line, what okay. what do you give it? How many thumbs do you give it, Rick Fieldsman? Yeah, interesting. Um, I liked it actually. Kristen Doinks liked it more, and I think I think I would have liked it more if um, I went to one of those places where you eat like uh-huh. you just keep eating, right? You got the people yep. that keep bringing you food. Uh, love those places, but it, it's distracting. You saw it and... at Fogo de Chao, yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Give me that gr- that green bar is always open. I've actually never eaten there. I know it's like green or red. I don't know if that's true. How would I know? I've never been. Yeah, it's um, like a little little coin thing or something. I don't, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Hard to say. Uh, the guy next <laughs> to me, he was in between child and adult, so he's probably like a teenager. Know. What does that mean? <laughs> Or like mentally, I'm not he sure. Slow? Okay. Well, I yeah, I yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay. He was there with his mom. He was at least fifteen and possibly twenty. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you recall. He may have been distracted. He may have been a bit groggy from all the Easter Bunny's chocolate. There was a rap. A rap song early, like a commercial. There was a rap, uh-huh. right, of like yep. Mario and Luigi's plumbing company or whatever. Yep. This guy knew every word. Hmm. He knew every word. He's, he was rapping word for word. Like, where did that even come from? Has this been a thing, like, on the internet for a while? So, I yeah, I was rattled. I was so <laughs> rattled when that happened. Um, interesting that you said, like, 80% of the people in your theater were adults. Um did you by any chance wait till like after the the credits for the the sex scene between Princess Peach and <laughs> Bowser? I must have missed that, but please tell me in very graphic detail what that <laughs> yeah. was like. I was kind of waiting for something, honestly. Like like I know Jack Black was involved. Like it, I was surprised it wasn't sexier for adults. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a weird segment of like. Oh yeah dark internet places where that's that's a thing right so um gotta be gotta be interesting that you also had an observation of like weird audience members of of this movie it's yeah that was distracting for me and i i actually enjoyed it because there was a lot of like very loud like laughing (laughs) that i would just look at jordan doinks and she'd be like what is happening right yeah. Yeah. It was it's probably really good, but yeah, I don't think I was in the right space either for for it. Um and I yeah, I, I completely blame the person to my right. They were also very angry that like we ordered every appetizer, big appetizer family here at the Bill Doings <laughs> household. And like it and the food arrived and we ordered at the exact same time as they did. All they ordered was like a Coke and a popcorn. That did not arrive until at least twenty minutes after the last <laughs> dish landed to my children or the adults, and they were so fired up. So I was very distracted by that too. Like <laughs> I sensed like the tension. They kept giving the waiter a bunch of shit, which I always hate in that situation too. Like it's not the waiter's fault. Like I don't right, know what's going on right. in the kitchen or whatever, right? Just relax, relax. So that that captured you know forty percent of my mental space. Um, so it was probably fine. I wanted. Yeah. 
What was up with that star? That the, I, the star? I don't know. Just mentally like, handicapped. I don't. Right. I don't understand. That was. I don't. Weird. weird. Yeah. I think. Creepy. I, I I sort of got the sense that maybe I'm too old. Like I missed a lot of references, maybe to like other Mario games. I I don't. I played like the old school go, Mario. I, know I was going to say, are, did but... it go beyond three? I, like in my world, there's only three games, but there's obviously. Oh yeah, not. there's like I know there's Mario like Kart. Mar- yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, Maybe I don't know. More, I don't know. Like I'm not sure. how Mario just can't die? Like, wasn't there a period of time when uh, Donkey Kong was just basically like yeah. beating his head into the ground? Yeah. Why didn't he die? Why didn't he die? He's like small, even even yeah. with that mushroom in his mouth. Yeah, like he's still pretty small. Right. How is old this a is world? He? Also, how old? Like, oh. like when Princess was kind of giving him the eye a little bit. Like, eh, yeah, maybe I wouldn't mind taking this guy's overalls off and seeing what he's seeing what he's got. Like, is he? Like fifty five or like, <laughs> I have no gauge. How old is Mario? I, he, you could have told me he was twenty or forty nine, and I would have believed any of it. I don't. The Mario Brothers are who you like better, Luigi or Mario? I, to be honest, I don't like either. Um, <laughs> Luigi, Luigi seems weak, and great mustache though. I'm glad they made mustache, great mustache jokes. Yeah, yeah. By the way, we, we should have added spoilers, you know, before this. So sorry, Darren. I'm sure you're about to take your kids to, during the weekend. We always <laughs> ruin things for you. Sorry, Darren, and in Ireland, um, Luigi. I don't know. Luigi's always struck me as like um, a pedophile. Yeah, he's definitely got a. He's got some skeletons in the closet for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Did, terrible plumbers too. The worst. Yeah, that scene with the cat or whatever in the bathroom and Yeah. Or the maybe it was a dog. <laughs> Not a big animal guy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, terrible plumbers. Mm-hmm. I was very frustrated by that scene in general. Yeah. Um it's like what are you doing? Like, you know, if you're working on plumbing like that, you shut off the water. That's what good plumbers would do. Um, I was disappointed not, by the lack of sex scenes, though. Honestly, I was, were you that's what I like was full, yeah, sure. full? Okay, you want to see the full deal? <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. It's a me. Let me show you my pipe. I did. If you couldn't tell, I just ate a mushroom. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's. I'm not saying that's why I bought tickets, but I'm saying, like, because I bought tickets, just give me a little something. Give me a little something. Show me your rainbow road, mm-hmm. and I'll show you the pipe. Power up. Do they say that? I don't think so. They should. They should. Uh, yeah, it was fine. It's probably better than we're giving credit for, but could have been better. Could have been better. What kind of apps were you ordering at the movie? 
that you order every app? Are you doing okay. like a flatbread pizza? Are you doing chicken no. tenders? Are you yeah. doing like cheese fries, a hot dog? Uh, let's see what else we got. We get well, candy too. Does that involve candy? Are we doing not for me uh, for my kids? Okay. Yes, M and M's, Reese's Pieces. Um, oh, I love those. We're uh, so uh, those wet pretzel sticks with the cheese dip. Oh, oh God, give me! I can't gross. get enough of those. I know immediate diarrhea, but we're well, the... it's also those things like you dip. It's like it's like a sheen to the yes. To the, uh, There's a pretzels. sheen on top. Yeah. So when you dip them in the cheese, the cheese just runs right off of it. No, nope, yes. no absorption at all. It's, yep. Those it's are disgusting. I know the big and old the cheese, like, salts. Yeah. There's like just giant mm-hmm. things of salt that get stuck between your teeth. Yes, um, I'd still that's eat true. them, but I don't. I, and I, I did. Eat them. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, so that's that's a staple. Um, okay. I, I I get a popcorn later because that's what I need after you know eating forty five hundred calories with the the pretzel sticks, the chicken fingers. The cheese fries that you mentioned, those are absolutely uh-huh. three things. We got the cheese sticks. You always have to get Mott sticks. You see those on a menu. That's okay. an immediate order in my family. Um, we all have diabetes. We all <laughs> are walking around with the peg leg at this point because that's just what just what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, that's what we do. Big appetizer family. Do not give me a sandwich. Give me the tizers, and I'm in. I can live on tizers. You know this. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching yeah, the choir. It's... You know, you yeah. know me. I'm just drawing it out for the audience. I know that for sure. Were you at an AMC? Was it one of those? It was, uh, I'll be very specific, shout out Hollywood Palms on oh. 59 and Aurora Avenue. Is it in- the one with the weird theaters? They like. It's a bit they, weird, yeah. Yeah. Like real got- dusty, like... Uh, we're in the Wizard of Oz theater, and there were yep. flying monkeys above us. And I looked up yeah. and I thought, eh... I don't know. I feel like those are going to come alive halfway through the movie. Yeah, we got one of those out by us. Same same peeps. They got like the Blues Brothers car on the on the roof and it's like uh, same thing. Wizard of this Casablanca room and it's weird cuz the chairs are like office chairs, at least yes. at ours. You just roll yep. around all the time and if there's a bunch of kids are just like banging into each other the whole time. Um I haven't been to that theater in a while. It's it's a squirrely enough that I I enjoy it. The AMC yeah. though, like the food there is, it's weird. It's like oh, get a popcorn or get salmon. It's like what? <laughs> Why what I'm trying to watch Super <laughs> Mario Brothers? I'm not fucking smelling someone eating salmon in front of me. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, get the fish and chips. I don't even actually know if they have seafood, but it always feels squirrely like that. Get a triple bacon heart attack burger while you eat, while you drink your cherry coke. It's what? That's no, like just give twenty snow caps. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, I know. I I'm with you. Honestly, the biggest win for me personally, um, like morally, is that I didn't have like a giant beer at eleven o'clock on a Sunday oh, morning. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed in myself, but I'm kind of proud at the same time. Yeah. I feel like it would have got a lot of side eye from the children, and yeah, Kristen would have expected it. She wouldn't have loved it, but she wouldn't have been shocked. What do you think about uh, what? What would have been the reaction of the uh, fifteen to twenty year old next to you watching you drink a forty-two ounce uh, Molson on a Sunday morning? 
<laughs> room temperature, I would have um, I would have offered him some just to see the reaction out of his overprotective mom, <laughs> just <laughs> let it play out a little bit. Uh, they were right below the flying monkeys in the uh, Wizard of Oz room that we were at, and those if those monkeys were alive, he would have had a lap full of absolute monkey feces all <laughs> over his trousers. Those monkeys. Is anybody uh, still listening? <laughs> I was just gonna ask if those monkeys had testicles. If you could see them, maybe I don't we'll know. pass on that one. Nah, that's fine. I, not that I could tell, but the they were kind of weird, misshapen monkeys in the movie to begin with, right? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the 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 reimagination of them and, and Hollywood palms was not mm. much better. What's up okay. with all the fake plants at this, at the, d- does your version have a lot of fake plants in the lobby? It doesn't ring a bell. I don't think okay. so. No. Okay. It's a lot of, a lot of leaves, I haven't been there in a while. Leaves. Okay. 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 Um, well, support your local movie theaters, I guess. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, it's funny that both, Neither you nor I know if it was good. It might have been fine. No. It might have been fine. I wanted. I guess I wanted it to be better. I wanted to yeah. remember, like that was awesome. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was, you know, but for you, it was mm-hmm. for you it was the lack of penetration. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was probably also lack of penetration. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I want. I'll. I'll be honest. Yeah, I wanted to see Mario's. <laughs> Mario's birthright. <laughs> That's what I wanted to see. I did. What do you what do you think he what what kind of dirty talk do you think Mario's doing? Mm, probably like <laughs> I like the deep breath in. <laughs> and I did. Then I rethought I I you can tell I, yeah, you saw those wheels spinning. I you know I didn't hard... mean to interrupt you. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Pasta primavera, uh, eggplant, <laughs> lasagna. Uh, he's got he's got family issues. That's what I learned about the movie. That yeah. he had to walk away from the table because his dad and mom, I believe, thought that he was a shitty plumber. And he is a shitty plumber. He is. He, there's, there's no, no getting around it. it. He's, he's terrible. T- terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to show you the spicy meatballs. Yeah. Where where was Yoshi? Uh, Where was Yoshi? Was he in it? Did I miss him? I might have missed him. Yeah, I think he would. I don't know. I have no idea. Wouldn't mind to see some, you know, I could have used some Yoshi penetration, I guess is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) This is off the rails. This has been <laughs> the second episode of season five of Zero Doings. If you if you withstood this long, uh, God bless you. And Dan and I are happy that we're not the only mentally diseased people uh, out there. So thank you so much. Uh, I want to thank uh, um, thank you, Tim in Iowa, Phil in Indiana, Marcel in Minneapolis, also known as Styles. And Darren and Dublin for sending in their hot, hot picks that they want the Bears 
to act on. And round one, thank you. Your voices were heard this episode. Uh, thank you, Coach Cuse, for helping me with the uh, intro song that Dan will get to enjoy and possibly hate. I don't know why you'd hate it. Um, shout out to uh, Jacob Infante of Windy City Gridiron for participating. Dan's shaking his head. I totally understand. And um, I'm glad I'm giving this promo two hours and 10 minutes in. Uh, feel free if you want more of our music, question mark. Uh, <laughs> Google Sunday I'm in Love on Spotify, soon to be available on Apple Music, and you will hear a bunch of things that we have done that maybe you'll enjoy, maybe you won't. No big deal. Just putting it out there. Dan, pleasure as always. I love you. And... I miss you, and go Bears. Uh, when are we going to do this again? Are we going to do it after the draft? Yeah, we, one we week go from back tonight. To back here? All right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we won't be yeah. as squirrely next week, but let's do it again. I love you, too. <laughs> you look handsome. Go see Mario in your local theaters. Support your local theaters. Uh, go to Brooks Brothers. Uh, put in promo code. Mario has a giant pipe to get 69% off all Brooks Brothers, Zero Doig's gear, Brooks Brothers, yeah. the place where you get socks. Thank you, Bill. No, thank you, Dan. Uh, see you a week from today when the Bears have three more Illini on their roster. I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. We love you, loyal listeners. Good night. America and beyond. Fuck off, Tucker Carlson. Ha ha ha!